tell you the truth. Yo, 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 what's good world? Welcome back to another great episode, Diary of a Mad Black Man. The voice you're hearing is me, your host, Blake, a.k.a. Blake the Podfather, a.k.a. CEO Blizzy, a.k.a. I'm just that nigga. And I just made that up with all my a.k.a.s. <laughs> Shout out to my um, to my homeboy, handsome guy named William, um, for the a.k.a.s. I just threw that in there right now. Anywho, um, what's up, y'all? How y'all feeling? Um, hope everything is good and well with y'all and y'all's world. Um, me, right now, I'm currently sitting in Washington, D.C. Today is Friday, May 28th, and it is 2.36 in the afternoon kind of got a little gray sky today um and i'm in dc because like i really had to come out here to be like yo blake is you good like for real like because this episode is very very late i was supposed to put this episode out like last month maybe even like a month and a half ago and one of the reasons why i'm here is to really kind of separate myself or get out of the environment out of my house out of atlanta to really get myself in the game for this podcast stuff because a lot is happening and i'll talk more more in depth about that in the next diary entry i got another episode that i'm going to record after this but anywho in today's episode i am joined by evans evans is a really dope guy i met um, in the social media world and he has joined me on my podcast he is an attorney he's also the community development advisor for the city of newark in new jersey um, born in Nigeria, but moved to the United States at the age of six. He aims to make an impact on the global mental health crisis that we have been experiencing. And that is really what the You Good app is all about. It is an innovative way to support black people and people of color in their mental health journey. It allows people to very easily and quickly check in with people without being so formal Um like a text message or something like that. It's just another creative way to not only continue the conversation about mental health, but to raise awareness, but to use technology to support us and especially black people in mental health because our experiences are different. And the support and services that we need is going to need to look different. So I'm super excited for you all to hear this. Um, again, Evans, I'm sorry it's so late, man. Um, I'm going to reach out to you after this uh, to, to hit you up and kind of catch you up on things. But um, again, it's my audience as well. I do apologize. Y'all don't know how bad I feel for not being as consistent on my podcast as I once was. Um, but like I said, I got a whole nother episode planned on just talking to y'all about why, as well as while I'm here um, in D.C., you know, I'm kind of really secluding myself in my hotel room to get work done and get things done and continue to be in the movement, you know, as the world opens up and things start to happen and shift and people are shifting and a lot of stuff is moving. You know, the world is not what it was a year ago. And I don't think that the world's ever going to go back to how it once was. We're just going to continue to evolve and adjust to the new normal. So. Again, I'll tell you guys more about that stuff in a future episode, but in this one here, um, Evans, again, thank you for joining the show. Um, you all, be sure you check out the description box on where you can download the app yourself so you can check it out so you can start to utilize it with you and the people that you know, um, as well as check out the description box where you can find Evans, where you can find more about information about the You Good app. Uh, he was featured on The Breakfast Club, so that's a really dope interview. That's another thing I, I've seen and you know, help me to connect with with Evans and prepare for this interview. All the information is in the description box to this episode that you are listening to right now. So, um, and of course, you know, well, if you don't know if this is your first time, but that's also where you can find more information about me in the social media world. You connect with me, send me DMs, um, all that good stuff. So, yeah, 
Um, without further ado, we're going to go ahead and jump into this episode. Um, shout out to Trey the Truth um, for this good song that I had on my intro. Um, it's called Children of the World or Children of Men um, featuring uh, J. Cole and Inc. And it's just a really dope song. So y'all be sure y'all um, go stream that. Um, listen to that. It's one of the songs that I've been kind of vibing out to this weekend. So, um, yeah, without further ado, I'm going to go ahead and chop this short now and um, get into the episode. So appreciate y'all and I hope y'all enjoy it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back with another great episode, Diary of a Mad Black Man. If you don't know, which by this point in the episode, you know who I am. I'm Blake, the host, and I got my guy Evans here. Uh, he is an attorney. He is a community development advisor for the city of Newark, and he is also one of the creative, beautiful, amazing minds behind the You Good app, an app that may, that aims to make an impact on mental health on a global perspective. So we got a lot of great things to talk about today. Evans, thank you so much for being here on my show today. How are you? Oh, uh, Blake, thank you. Thank you so much for having us uh, having me and then you know and, and highlighting the app and uh, our efforts to you know increase the awareness of uh, mental health in, on the global stage thank you so much yeah absolutely and um i'm happy to share this space with you um you know i don't know how much you know about my podcast but i created this space as a safe and protective space for myself to deal with my own mental health my own mental anguish and now we're in season five um, over 100 episodes in. Congrats. And I feel really just honored to now have people like yourself on my podcast to talk about the innovation in mental health and raising awareness. Um, that's really what this is all about. And I'm happy to really be finally in alignment and just really just pushing awareness and sharing resources with people. Um, but before we get into the You Good app and all the amazing things that it's doing, I want to learn a little bit more about one of the creators behind it, which is yourself. Um, so tell me a little bit about like where you grew up and, and what your childhood was like. Sure, no problem. Um, you know, Evan Sanyanwu, the, the last name is Nigerian. Actually, I was born in Nigeria, I, um, left when I was about six years old, and I grew up in you know New Jersey um, thereafter. Um, you know, product of Irvington, New Jersey. It's like a city adjacent to Newark. Um, you know, went to Irvington High School, graduated from Wesleyan University in Middletown, Connecticut. And uh, like you mentioned, uh, after that, I went to Rutgers Law School and I am an attorney. I'm an attorney. Uh, I, I work for the city of Newark as a uh, you know, director of community development and actually now a senior economic development advisor where I help the mayor of Newark and uh, director of economic development to, you know, create, you know, ec economic activities such as like, like recently, I worked on a homeless uh, shelter um, project where we got a whole bunch of uh, developers to build new permanent housing with supportive services for homeless mm. people in Newark. Oh wow! That's you know, I, I do a you know a lot of projects where we're trying to like activate a lot of you know blighted you know places. And uh, actually, the, the the mayor of Newark, uh, you know, he's 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 really been a big advocate on wellness. I, I've been in, uh, you know, uh, all city meetings where he will tell employees like, look, you have sick days. Don't don't come here if you have if you're not feeling well, you know, yeah. take take those mental you know health days. You know, we have, a, you know, employee assistance program. Take advantage of it. And 
as we've recently been talking about the concept of reimagining policing, he's actually uh, uh, he actually has this new project where you know we're taking an old former you know police building and we're you know we're taking we're t- turning it into a community space and wellness. Mm. So just think about that, like to have the idea of like a formal police building to now really be oh, wow. like, you know, social services and wellness. So like, uh, you know, um, my, my boss is off. He's always been, you know, at the you know forefront of those these yeah. type of initiatives. And um, really it's a dope. pleasure to work for him. You know, I just really love hearing about initiatives like that because i think on, on a mainstream level you know you don't really hear too much of that in the mainstream media especially right now in the midst of the pandemic with all the right. things that are going on in the world but it's so dope um in the space of mental health that i found that there's a lot of boots on the ground doing the work right you know and there is a global mental health crisis going on right now and and i feel like it, it really started before this you know being black in america that's trauma, that's anxiety, that's just everyday mental anguish that you're dealing with. And so with the creation of an app, it's very innovative. So speak to the people about how you created this app and and what and how you intend to help it make an impact on mental health globally. Yeah, definitely. The the, the creation of the app, like you know, most creation, you know, came out of necessity. Um, mm. I, I did not hear from my good friend Ali for a while. And I felt like he was going through something. I eventually got in touch with him. And Ali is a coder, web, you know, a, 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 one of those developers. He's worked at Google's and other places. And I said, Ali, you know, I'm glad we got to talk. But I've always had this idea for a way for people to just kind of check in and just, you know, say what's up without it being heavy and intrusive. Because sometimes we often don't check in on each other because we're thinking about the long reply or the explanation as to why we've been away for so long. So then we mm. often don't. But yeah. I said, what if there was a way just probably like, you know, double tapping someone's name, like sort of like liking a picture on Instagram that we can just say, hey, I'm checking in. You good? No, he, he initially he said, OK, it was all right. He, he said, well, there's been like check in apps before. And uh, he gave us some thought, but and then he thought about it as to, act, you know, actually as to what we were going through at that time. He said, "You know, Evans, we're, you know, we're, we're in a pandemic. People are indoors, and this, uh, this, uh, you know, COVID nineteen, uh, you know, pandemic is actually disproport- disproportionately affecting people of color. Yeah. You know, like the the numbers says say it all. I mean, we're like thirteen percent of the population." But we've been like 33% of hospitalizations. We've been 23% of deaths. And he said, look, I think this will be really good, you know, this check-in app for mental health, for us to kind of like, you know, uh, make sure our our loved ones and family are okay. And he said, I think think this has legs. So he, that night, he called uh, two other developers that that he knows that are also co-founders. And they went to a sprint. I mean, they just like, you know, put the heads down together, showed me some prototypes. And, uh, and they actually developed it pretty quick. It was like 48 hours. But of course, we've been doing iterations mm. of it, you know, after that. And, uh, the, you know, the You Good app was born. But in, in doing so, we focus on three different things. You know, we wanted relatability. You know, we wanted empathy and we wanted privacy. Uh, relatability has to go with the, you know, the fact that, 
we wanted to appeal to the everyday person. So that's why we picked the simple colors like red, yellow, green, which a four-year-old knows what those colors kind of signifies. Mm-hmm. And we wanted something that flows and it's you good. Cause that's what as black folks, that's what we say to each yeah. other, yo man, you good. And so, you know, so we, so that relatability was important. And then, as you mentioned earlier, I am a lawyer. So privacy was very important. I uh, said, look, we wanted to have like an ecosystem. This, this is not Facebook or Twitter. We're not inviting the world into your problem. We wanted to, we want you to use your phone's contacts, people who you've deliberately put in your contacts to be the ones that after they download it, that you'd be able to, you know, share check-ins with. You know, and then there was the empathy part where um, if you notice on the spelling of you good, um, you know, there's a semicolon. And that's a and that was a nod to project semicolon and the project semicolon, you know, which, you know, deals a lot with. Uh, Yo, we back. <laughs> Sorry about that. I don't know what happened. But um, so with Project Semicolon, you know, just like a sentence, a semicolon tells us that your sentence is not over. Keep going. Mm. Keep pushing. And that, you know, and if, if it's like the you good spelling, we have it there so that, you know, you would know that, you know, you, know, you need to keep pushing. And uh, so those are the three, you know, very important elements that we had. Relatability. Uh, empathy and privacy, and uh, and therein, you know, you have it. The, you know, the you good at. Yeah, that's that's really dope. And and I like. I remember when I first really stumbled upon you guys, you know, in Clubhouse. It's mm-hmm. so I'm like, wow, this is dope. And then just didn't doing research and, and learning more about the app and what you guys are doing. I also watched your interview in the Breakfast Club. I was like, wow, these guys are doing dope work you know because it's so innovative to think that now there are people actually putting in place like apps to help people check in you know i have the tattoo of you know the semicolon on my arm because i understand you know the importance of raising awareness about suicide prevention and help and support and resources because it's something i've struggled with it's something a lot of people struggle with and as black folks we don't like to talk about that kind of stuff. Right. You know, I think the stigma is much heavier in our communities simply because we've been in survival mode for so long. And a part of us being in survival mode, it means that we have to be strong. You have to suck it up and don't cry, especially as black men. You know, these are kind of the right. things that have been traditionally told to us. So when you're creating an app like this, it gives a, a way for people to innovatively create and find resources. So. Right. And the most important things also is that it was intentionally for us Mm. because most apps and most things that are geared towards, you know, mental health is very generic and broad. You know, like when you pick up something that says you good, you know, who's who is aimed for, you know. Right. So it's sort of like, you know, so I think that's what was really helpful. Like we were intentional and very intentional and having it be something like for instance my my partner ali just moved to maryland and according to john hopkins from march when like you know 
the state of Maryland sheltered in place Mm -hmm. to like May when they started, you know, opening up, uh, you know, a a little bit like the the rate of black suicide increased 100 percent. You know, but, you know, these numbers are stark. Like, you know, we have these issues that we're not talking about. And we just wanted a way for people in our communities to say a lot without saying a lot. And I think that's what the app allows you to do. Yeah, most definitely. I've even um, downloaded and, and reached out to a couple people. I know, like, hey, we're going to go ahead and start using this app, checking in with people. And Appreciate believe it or not, I was on the app the other day um, last night and just checking in. One of my friends actually switched from green to yellow. And we ended up, I ended up just calling her and talking to her about it. And she was like, you know, really? Like, like I'm okay, but I also want to see if like you actually see that and, and check in <laughs> with me too. You know, so it's it also helps to create a conversation. Yes. And that's, you, you got it. I think you hit it right on the head. And that was the whole point. And it's funny because one of my mentees, I remember when I gave it a link and I saw her go from green to red, but I just assumed that she was just kind of testing it out. So I called up, hey, Sydney, you good? Everything okay? And she's like, nah, actually, I'm going through something. And we you know we talked for a while and then she was good after we spoke. I remember she sent me like the nicest text, like, yo, your app really works. Like, I, you know, I feel good. I'm glad you reached out. And, and, you know, and I love seeing people, you know, move from like, you know, like red to yellow to green. Like right now, one of my closest friends, uh, he's a, I said, Yale psychology professor, and he's been on red for a long, you know, a couple, you know, you know a couple of weeks now because his mom's, you know, really, really ill and going through it. And, uh, you know, and while I do talk to him, you know, when I see, when I see him on red, it, it's always, you know, compels me to, you know, reach out even further to make sure that he's okay. So yeah. that's what, you know, those colors do. They're conversation stars. And sometimes there are things that just, you know, let you know that, well, a conversation is not needed. You know, like, oh, you know, you look at the, the name, you know, I see Blake. Oh, he's on green. Okay. Blake's Gucci. So like, you know, yeah. I, you know, he, you know, he's going to be okay. So it, you know, it's, it, it, it's having the intended effect that we wanted it to have. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's really dope. And I, and I also want to talk about the impact that it's having. Um, and my mind is like, it's actually helping people stay connected and check in, right. you know, like, like even my homegirl, even though she wasn't in like as, as bad of a space, but it forced us to connect. So why why do you feel that it's important for people to check in with each other, even outside of just normal like Instagram, Facebook type stuff? No, the thing is like check in has like a you know there's like a a, a cognitive you know uh, effect that it has on us. Like it is it's, it's like it's it's a virtual hug. You know it 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 yeah. does something to us. It changes our day. It changes our disposition, and. You know, and with this app, I feel like we've we've found a way to kind of, you know, fill a gap because there's been a gap in conversations, you know, like, you know, I, I remember when we got on a breakfast club um, a, a few days before we went on Kelly Williams from the Destiny Child. She was on talking about her podcast and her mental health issues. And I remember she's had a conversation. She was looking at the phone. She's like, you know, sometimes when I was in my deep whole like you know people will text me are you okay but i just couldn't hit reply i couldn't but because she felt that the reply will be weighty and and you need the explanation mm-hmm. whereas with you know our app kind of like feel fills in that space where like you know if you see kelly you just double tap her name and then she gets this check in and be like yo evans just checked in on you kelly you good 
Just like that, just two taps. No explanation, no no lengthy conversation. You know, and, and, and that's the importance of not only checking in, but checking in through the very easy manner that, you know, you know, we've created. Because what we're really doing is following this sort of like a for lack of a better phrase, I call it the natural degradation of language. Whereas mm-hmm. before we had like a Facebook where we can write paragraphs and stories. That people said, nah, let me, you know, they moved to like Instagram where, you know, you just, you know, liking, you know, pictures. Now with like, you know, our app is just checking colors. So like yeah. the thing is, you know, pe- people want to say a lot without saying a lot. People want mm. information in bite-sized forms. Like, you know, people are people are not no longer reading like a thousand pages. They they, they want the condensed version because our, t- our attention spans have kind of like atrophied over the years. Yeah, so definitely. now what we do through this app is sort of like taking taking advantage of that 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 natural trend that's been happening over the years. Mm. That's really dope. That's really dope. I, I really like that because, you know, it's, it's kind of like adjusting to the times. And right. I know that um, like something else that, that I've um, learned a lot in just being in mental health spaces, raising awareness, talking about it, is I found that there's a big generational difference and like, like I, I'm a millennial and like the generations before me, you know, a lot of times they didn't talk about therapy. Therapy was for white folks and things like mm-hmm. that. So why did you feel that it was important to create this app, knowing that there might be some disconnect between the generations? Well, I, I, we created an app because there's a disconnect between the generations, because I, as I said, we were intentional. Like if we, if you know, we created, the, you know, like, uh, you know, not to like, harp on any other, you know, uh, apps, but if there's, if there's like a calm or a headspace, you know, I think it'll just, it'll just kind of go, go over the head of most folks, uh, in our community. Mm-hmm. I think because our community have traditionally not really taken to, you know, um, the idea of mental health because, you know, we're the, mm-hmm. we're the folks where, you know, you say, Oh baby, just pray on it. Or, yeah. you know, you say like, you know, don't go telling people our business like, yeah. because we naturally have not really been, you know, receptive towards mental health. I think the you good, you know, like the, the, the you know, it, it, it just makes it easier. It's, 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 it's palatable because it's, it's a, it's a, it has a natural fit to the culture, yeah. you know, and then, and then because of that, it, you know, it, 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 people are, people are naturally drawn to it. You know, people, people are drawn to it, not even, not even thinking about mental health. It's like, Oh, an app for me to just check up on my peoples. Okay, cool. That, you know, sounds good. You know, so it, it's, it's, it's not intimidating. It, you know, you know, the, the, you know, that the app isn't called, you know, mental health. It's just called you good, yeah. you know? <laughs> so yeah. I think because we've, we've had that aversion to mental health, that's kind of like why we need and we kind of like developed an app intentionally to target, you know, um, our population. Yeah. And I, I think that's really dope. And it's very important because I find that, you know, like my journey, we also have the luxury of healing, you know, right. so it's something that, you know, I think generations before us didn't have, especially, you know, with technology, like, of course, they weren't creating an app, you know, back in the day to check in. So mm-hmm. I feel like now with, you know, how much technology is a part of society, I just love how 
it's also creating a way to also help us be healthy. Because I often for times find myself just not even wanting to be by my phone, not mm-hmm. wanting to be on my phone at all. But to know that there are apps that are very simple and that are conducive to my own health and the safety right. of my people around me, like that, that's really dope and innovative. Right. Um, and I and I, and I love I love how you put that, you know, it because we think the app is successful if you're just kind of like opening it up once in a while. Cause we, we, we don't want you to live on the app. You know, the app is made the way we believe te- technology, you know, should in, should should behave. Technology should be a way of creating real world human interactions. You know, you know, we want you to just, you know, sort of like opening up WhatsApp, you know, and then you see all your friends and, you know, you'll see whether they're available or not available. We want you to just you know, open up the you good. You see, you know, oh, Jamal's good. Oh, look, but, you know, Tyrone's oh, OK. Something's wrong with Tyrone. Well, I haven't spoken to him in a couple of years. Let me just double tap his name. Just, you know, just check in on the home. So we want it to be that simple, not something that you feel like you need to use like every second and like you're living on it, but it's something that, you know, you just open up every once in a while to check in. It's a resource. It's a resource. And and our people need resources because I find that just in the space of mental health, like a lot of it is not designed for us. Right. You know, it's not... It's, it's not something that that's a part of our culture. It's not something that's part of our way. In fact, our culture is kind of anti-therapy, anti, you know, going to talk about mental health, talking about your emotion, talk about the trauma that we experience every day. And so and that's why also, like I said, I like how it starts a conversation, because even outside of the app, there's so much more that we need to do when we do check in with people. Um, right. And I do want to talk a little bit about about the semicolon project as well, because um, that's something I'm super passionate about is suicide awareness. I personally have dealt with suicide ideation. So how do you think um, this app or, or let me say it like this? Why were you wanting to give a nod to that movement um, by having that part of the uh, slogan? Well, like like I said, you know, my, my co-founder Ali actually brought the concept to me. And, uh, you know, and it's funny, like, to be quite honest, while I've I've, I've known a lot about, you know, um, the, the dearth of mental health uh, resources for the black community. I was not that versed in, you know, Project Semicolon. It's funny. Like, I don't even know how wide it was because as I was explaining the, the semicolon on the name to one of my coworkers in Newark, she just, you know, she showed me her wrist just like you did. She's like, oh, I know. You know, I, I and then she explained, you know, mm-hmm. that that she has a semicolon tattoo and that she she herself had thought about you know, suicide. So I'm like, this is like this movement that's so huge that I didn't know about. But Ali, my co-founder, he was very versed in it as well. You know, he he's read up on it. He saw, you know, according as he explained it to me, a lot of celebrities uh, have, you know, uh, semicolon tattoos and that, you know, that in our community, there, you know, suicide mm-hmm. is, is high, but it's silent. Yeah. And he's like, you know, while we can talk about mental health Generally, he's like, you know, we, you know, we need to give recognition as to like the importance of focusing on suicide. So not only did, you know, he, you know, the, he had the, uh, the semicolon. When you open the app, you know, the app asks you, you know, you good? How are you doing today? On 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 launch, if you hit the red, two things happen. One is you have access to a warm line and warm lines are local 
um, volunteer telephone lines where people you know can kind of talk you through some things. And then the second option is the National Suicide Prevention Hotline. So you know that resource is actually there through the app. You know, so not only are, are we given recognition to the you know the importance of of focusing on suicide in the black community mm-hmm. through the through Project Semicolon, we're also given that resource for you to easily, should you need it, tap into the National Suicide Prevention Hotline. Yeah, and and that's and, and that's amazing because I think a lot of people don't know that these resources are out there. Right. We don't utilize them. A lot of times we're hesitant to use them and the simplicity of it, the ease of it just makes that access that much more available to our people. Because a lot of times, you know, even in my own journey, I have been just sitting there, you know, in my room on my phone, but in just such a dark place mentally. And it's like I think about where I was, you know, two years ago, three years ago with my mental health. And it's like had I had an app to for people to check in with me, you know, I think that I would have probably made it through a little a couple situations a little bit easier um, simply because I know a part of the stigma is we don't want to be vulnerable. Right. You know, vulnerability, you know, it's strength in my eyes, but it's also difficult to do. It's painful. We oftentimes may feel embarrassed or ashamed and things like that. So it's dope that, you know, there, like I said, there are things out there that are innovative and adjusting to the times because now I feel like we're in an era where there is more awareness being brought to mental health but there's still so much more work to do. You know, there's there's a variety of mental illnesses that people suffer from. Um, there's certain ones that maybe impact our community a lot more than others. Like PTSD is one of those that I just know, like, I mean, every time I see a cop in my car, right down the street, mm-hmm. I, I tense up, you know, that's, you know, a fear, instant fear, palm sweating and things like that. So. Right. And those are things for us to think about, you know, for instance, you know, it hit me recently because I have a nine-year-old daughter and I'm just thinking, you know, while other, you know, nine-year-olds last year were like, you know, just, you know, playing in the park, thinking about, you know, um, you know, third grade. And, you know, I have a, I had a nine-year-old that came crying because when she was on TikTok, she saw the full George Floyd, you know, murder, mm. you know. So I have to then I have to have that conversation with her. And she saw the full video even c- kind of like before I did cuz I, I first took me a while. I was like I don't know if I can watch that. So she's mm. seeing the trauma of that. She's seeing, you know, racial unrest. You know, she, you know, all of this stuff is just kind of like hitting, you know, these, you know, these kids and we're, you know, we're not even thinking about what's what's happening to their childhood. Where yeah. you know, black young black kids are really being robbed of their childhood. And we're not really thinking about that. You know, like you know, where yeah. other communities did, you know, they're skipping and playing and doing what mm-hmm. kids do. Why our kids, you know, have to deal with weighty things that do bring on that PTSD. Mm-hmm. You know, like you know, like and kids should not have to deal with that. absolutely not yeah it's one of the so i actually used to be a teacher mm-hmm. and it's this part of the reason why I, why I left uh public education in the u.s because it's like i can't participate in the system that's really not being productive for my people it's really counterproductive in a lot of situations especially the communities that i served um but on top of that you know i was dealing with my own mental health crisis you know really struggling being with being a teacher 
and being suicidal and then also dealing with alcoholism as well. And so but but at the end of the day, what I really love the most about this app is it opens up to so many more conversations, you know, and how we definitely need to look, be more innovative in how we not only seek help, but how resources are provided. Um, so I also wanted to actually like, like where, where's the kind of the future of the app? Because I do want to uh, show the people like, um, so I have my two homegirls in here and see every, everybody's on, on green right now, <laughs> but, uh, so, so we're, we're all good on, on this end, but what That's advice just... would you give to somebody on how to approach somebody in the event they get on there and they do see somebody on red? Well, you know, I'm going to answer your first question, you know, uh, which is first, mm. and, the first question was about the future of that, you know, yeah. like, like you mentioned earlier, you know, we're in the middle of a global mental health crisis. Mm-hmm. You know, we're, this, we're in the middle of a, a, a pandemic that's only happened, you know, once in a hundred years. Yeah. And, you know, we believe that the app can really be a very simple way for the world to check in. As I mentioned in the beginning, I'm, you know, I'm from Nigeria. I was born in Nigeria, although I, I grew up in Irvington, New Jersey. But uh, we were, you know, recently in Nigeria last week, actually, where, you know, I, I gave an interview on the Beat 99.9, which is really like their top urban format, you know, show sort of like the Breakfast Club here. And, you know, we talked about, you know, you know normalizing the discussion on mental health there because, at a place like Nigeria with over 200 million people, according to the World Health Organization, there's only 150 psychologists for the whole country. Mm. But what did we do? We, we had like a, a roundtable focus group with, you know, the country's, you know, mental health, you know, cl- clinicians and advocates. And, you know, we just talked about a way also using the app and just and then and, and, and incorporating that as sort of their, you know, their their practice and mm-hmm you know, way to kind of just like, you know, to just normalize the conversation. And, uh, you know, and, and, and a, a partnership has formed with two organizations there, African Mental Health Matters and Assad, which is the anti-suicide and depression squad in Nigeria. Mm-hmm. And the focus group dinner was so successful that it's now a thing that they're going to do with the third Saturday of every month. So like, oh, wow. so those are the things that make me feel good. I want to, so I want to see that in Ghana. I want to see that in like, you know, London. I want to see that all over the world. So these, these discussions and, 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 and these normal conversations for, you know, way for people, you know, to kind of like just, you know, check in on each other. And I guess the next question was about how do you approach someone like if, if there's, you know, they're on red. So I mean, it, you know, first we have through the app, we have resources if, if it's really that dire. But if it's someone that you know and, and you know, you care about, it's that, that, that red, you know, is, you know, it's meant to foster engagement. Like right now, like I said, you know, one of my closest friends is on red right now. You know, I called him, you know, just the other day, just a look, man, whatever you need, you know, I'm here. You know, you know, just, you know, I, I, I care about you. Just just let me know. And every once in a while, you know, like I'll double tap on his name, you know, just to kind of, you know, see, if, you know, how he's going to respond, you know, and, and the, you know, the response is that I'm not good, but he's responding. You know, is he still engaging? You know, like where are you going to have a problem if someone's on red and you double tapping and they're not responding, you know, then that's, you know, it becomes real di- dire. But, you know, but that engagement is still going on. 
Um, so just, you know, you start first with the tapping to, to, to let them know that you see them, that you're there. You know, because, you know, I, I, one writer actually once described the app like, you know, he said it's like a, it's, it's sort of like a like button, but it's an I see you, I hear you. And I'm here mm. if you need me button. And I was like, wow. Well, he said, I thought that was actually dope. And, uh, you know, so yeah, that's yeah. what, you know, the app is. And that's kind of like the message to send when someone's on red. Look, I see you. I hear you. And I'm here if you need me. Yeah, that's really dope. And I, I think that just for, for for people like myself who have gone through mental health challenges, crises, it, it's important to be seen to be heard and, and, and to feel loved and held. Right. Um, you know, they say, say don't seek validation, but validation does feel good, you right. know, especially from people that you love and care about. And that's the reason why, you know, there were people that I trusted to put in this app. I'm like, you know, I don't need, for me, this is me personally, I don't need all my contacts in there, mm -hmm. but you know, the people that I know that I could pick up and call, the people that I know that if they call me, they actually gonna get up out their house and come check on me if they need to, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So it allowed me to have a conversation with my people and kind of establish a, a routine around if you see yellow or if you see red, you know, this is what we do. This is how we check in with each other. You know, I told my home resident, if you on red too long, I know where you live. I'm just going to come pull up at your house. <laughs> right. Let right. me double tap on you a few times. You don't say that. I'm, I'm just going to show up at your house. That's what's going to happen. You know, right, so right, right. I, I just really like that. So, um, just, just, just one more question, um, that I want to ask about the, like, like how the app was created. Um, Cause I know you said it was created in like, in like 48 hours. And I know you said your partner Ali did it, but how are you guys, how was the app created in 48 hours? I think, I think once they understood the purpose, they were just, you know, they were tunnel vision. And, you know, like, uh, like I said, you know, I'm a lawyer, but Ali, Ezekiel Johnson, they're like, they, they're the tech developers. And, mm. and, you know, and I there was just something about that eureka moment for them when they was like, you know, this can save lives. This is, you know, this is something that, you know, that's better than anything that's out there. You know, mm -hmm. and, and this is good, you know, going to be tailored and intentional just for our community. And they, they, they were on it. You know, they, you know, they didn't sleep. They were just kind of like, you know, going at it. I yeah. think the, I think the purpose actually was the adrenaline that kept them going. So I think, you know, and I, and that's true in everything. I, even me as an attorney, you know, I've had matters that I felt was so purposeful that, you know, I only had tunnel vision and I gave it my all. So and I think, in, you know, when the, when the purpose uh, you know, it becomes bigger than you. You give it your all. And I think that's what happened in this matter. Mm. Yeah. And then just one more question I want to ask you, like, what, sure. for, for you personally, you know, I, I know you're an attorney, you're, you're working with the city, you're doing a lot of great things. Um, what made you want to bring focus and attention to mental health for Black people by creating this app? Well, you know, I, I, I see the need all the time. You know, mm -hmm. like, you know, like many a times when, you know, when we see people that are, you know, that are homeless, it's not that they woke up one day and said, well, I want to be homeless. You know, there's, there are mental health issues that haven't been dealt with, you know, mm -hmm. and then, you know, just seeing how, like, you know, in, in our community that there's like, you know, uh, a lot of issues. And then, you know, I've had friends and family that, that have struggled with, you know, mental health. So I just felt that there has to be a better way to address it. 
you know, and, you know, and I think what we did was actually kind of like, you know, make that happen. I think we brought it into fruition in the sense that one of the hardest thing, especially in the tech space to do is simplicity. Like I love like Google. And one thing I love about Google is it's just a clean search bar, but behind it is like billions of things going on. Yeah. And I think that same kind of energy you can kind of see in the clean and simple design of the You Good app. You know, it, it, it you know, mm. you see red, yellow, and green. There's a simple, uh, you know, interface and simple user experience, but there's just so much going on. You know, so I, I think we were able to kind of find that, you know, that, 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 you know, that, that, that magic formula, if you mm -hmm. will, and kind of making it, yeah. you know, simple, but yet relatable, you know, in, in a way that doesn't like scare anybody off. Cause some, you know, I, I, I know I've had an experience with um, trying to, you know, use some mental health apps and, you know, you download it that has like 50 questions and then there's all of this little, these links and I'm just, it, and I, and I never even finish it. Cause I'm just like, I can't go through it. It's, it's too yeah. much going on there, but here, Mm -hmm. It's simple. We, 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 you know, we want you to do the, you know, the engaging. So we, you know, we, we, you know, we provide a simple introduction by way of just seeing the the color code of your friends. But then the next step is on you, you know. And uh, you know, I, I think I think we, I, I, you know, I think we made it happen by you know making it simple, you know, mm -hmm. relatable, and focused on having you engage your ecosystem of contacts and support mm -hmm. most definitely most definitely so um man this is great evans i i just i just get the gut feeling we're gonna do some more great things together in the future yeah, in the mental I health space so. you know i, I think it's really, especially coming from from one black man to another to know that there are people like yourself out there doing the work it just gives me so much hope because i know i can't do it all you know i consider myself a mental health advocate you know that's really the main message behind die of a mad black man you know, i pretty much just put a part of my life story out there and, and it's inspiring people i've had guys reach out to me who are like yo blake i love your podcast it gets me motivated i'm going to see a therapist now because of you you know my relationship with my with my friends i got a serious idea about friendships you know so it's just really powerful to see how just sharing my story has made a positive impact and it's led me to meet people like yourself. And now we talking about mental health resources, apps, people that, um, you know, something people can download to their phone right now. So if you're listening right. to this, go ahead, go to the Apple store. Um, it, it's on available for Android. Too, yeah, correct? It's, Android, it's, it's on both platforms, iOS, Android. Um, just type in the letter U, then G O O D. It pop is it's real popular. Before when we got on, like you know, you couldn't find it, but now you, you just press U and it just kind of like pops yeah. up. So it's, so it's been, it's, you know, we've gotten you know tons of downloads. So it's, you know, or you can go to our website, you know, www.ugood.app, ugood.app, and uh, you, you know, you it'll take you to you know the link to both the ios and android and and blake i want to thank you like i i you know I, I i found you through seeing a lot of stuff that you're doing out here out here you put yourself out there you know what i'm saying and uh you don't have to and uh and i'm so glad you did because i think not only i but uh, you know a lot of people are learning from what you're doing and uh you know you're part of that 
new wave of folks that are normalizing the conversation of on mental health and you know believe it or not you're you're out there saving lives and so i i thank you you know for all that you do and i really appreciate it oh yeah well thank you i i appreciate that you know like because it's 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 been one hell of a journey you know the people who've been following my podcast you know i got ahead and cry before i didn't just stop deleted episodes all types of stuff but the thing about it too is at one point in my life when i started this podcast i feel like i had no other option wow you know i felt like i had nothing to lose and and that's where i was mentally it was like either suicide or just start to really seek help and i was like before let me just really try to take my healing take my therapy, make my mental health a number one priority over anything else. One of the reasons why I quit my teaching job, because I was like, I can't do this. I'm not well up here. I got to get this together. So this has to go. So I just right. like- And that's important because one thing, like I was just sort of playing when I went to Nigeria a few weeks ago. And, and, there's, and, and there's a moment when I'm on a plane that I always remind people of, you know, is when they, you know, when, when the airline attendants are, letting us know what to do when there's a crisis and a plane is falling. So look, put that gas mask or oxygen mask on yourself first before mm-hmm. attending to others. You can't save anyone else unless you save yourself. You know, so that's very, very important. So I, I love how you mentioned that. Like you're looking at these kids like, look, I'm not right. How I'm gonna how I'm gonna make a difference if I'm not right. So like you put you put that oxygen mask on yourself first. And then you could attend to others. And that's what you did, you know, yeah. and, uh, and and I appreciate that. Yeah, thank you. And I appreciate you as well. So um, for those of y'all listening, um, be sure you do check the description box. I'm going to put the direct link to the app in the description box for the show. And of course, um, follow me, um, which I'm pretty sure if you're listening, you probably already are. But check out some more stuff we have going. Um, and again, um, if you need help, Use this app, utilize what it with the resources that it's providing, start the conversation, have the conversation, continue the conversation because working towards inner stigma is going to require all of us. So again, Evans, appreciate you so much, brother, being on the show today. Um, and for those appreciate y'all listening, you. thank you all as well. Hope you got some gems out of this. And until the next diary entry, y'all be blessed and stay safe out there. Thanks, brother. Appreciate it.